Blog Talk Radio. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Poetry Superhighway Live. This is Rick Looper. I'm the guy behind the Poetry Superhighway, your host for the following hour of open mic poetry. You're invited to call in and read a poem, the number is 646-716-7362. And we have no content or style restrictions. I invite you to call in and read anything that you'd like. It's an open reading. You, you'll have the chance to talk about your uh, your latest book or reading that you do every week, uh, an online or print publication that you want to get submissions for. I want to learn about your poetry world and hear a poem for you. So call sometime during this hour. The number again, 646-716-7362. It's a lovely Sunday afternoon here in Southern California. My left arm hurts, though. And uh, I, I think I might have just pulled a muscle but it's possible this is the precursor to uh, a massive heart failure, which could happen at any time during the next hour. So it's a really good hour to be listening, because when do you get to hear that live? Anyway, a couple things going on with Poetry Superhighway. Uh, many of you may know that we're in the middle of our summer poetry contest. Yes, summer's over, but we're still in the middle of our summer poetry contest I don't. I really don't care about those kind of things. It's it's after Labor Day. I'm wearing a white shirt. It it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me to call this the summer poetry contest, knowing the deadline isn't until late September. Uh, we've got about three weeks left for you to join in. The uh, guidelines are all online, but uh, simply you you just fill out the form online. You can enter as many as poems as you want. Could be one poem. Could be 600 poems. A dollar per poem entry fee. Your poems get sent off to the judges blindly. That is, with your name removed, they'll only see your work. They will send them back with a score uh, on each poem of zero to five. They'll combine the scores from all three judges, and that'll be your score for that poem. The top three scoring poems win the contest, and those top three winners will divide 100% of the money taken in from the entry fees. And they will be the winners of the contest. Also, even if you don't score in the top three positions, uh, we have about 30 different sponsors to the contest, all of whom have donated all kinds of different prizes, uh, poetry books, subscriptions to things, services of interest to poets and writers, uh, photography, all kinds of amazing things, gift certificates. So if you enter... The contest, even if you don't win one of the top three scoring positions, you're going to get something uh, mailed to you from a sponsor just for entering. So it's pretty cool. It's kind of a win-win-win situation. You can't lose, even if you lose. So uh, check out the uh, guidelines online at uh, PoetrySuperHighway.com. Click on 2012 Poetry Contest. Uh, The deadline to enter is the end of this month. I think it's the 29th or 30th or Possibly that's the day that they're closing the 405 freeway again. Or maybe it's both. I don't know. But uh, you've got about three weeks left to enter. So don't don't miss out on your chance to do this. There's about 300 poems entered so far. We typically get about 500 poems entered into the contest, which means that if you win, you're going to get uh, $250 bucks plus, plus, uh, plus you'll win. 
and that's pretty cool. Um, about halfway through the show today, during the spot where I typically pay, typically uh, play a spoken word MP3, I'm going to be playing uh, uh, the latest edition of the Indie Feed Performance Poetry Podcast, which uh, I happen to have been featured on. Uh, so I'm going to talk a little bit more about that show, which presents many uh, poets uh, every couple of days, uh, plus an interview and a live performance that you can subscribe to. So more on that at about the half-hour mark. And I think that's about it. I think uh, that's everything I need to tell you. Uh, so you should be calling in now. The number, again, is 646-716-7362. Our first caller is from the 214 area code. Hello. Hi, Rick. This is Gayla Bell. Gayla Bell. Yes. Where are you calling from? Uh, Dallas, Texas. Dallas. All right. Cool. Yes. Love I've, your uh, show, by the way. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. I, I love your airport. <laughs> well, I hope you're not having a heart attack, first of all. Thanks. I hope to at least make it through the hour, you know, because I don't <laughs> think it would be good radio if I dropped dead, you know, yeah, before that. Yeah, that's kind of... <laughs> no, no, for the host. <laughs> well, we agree then. We agree on what makes good radio. Yes. Uh, do you have a Do you have a poem for us? Yes, I do. It's called "The Professors of Jazz." Uh, I'll get started on it. Okay. The party The party smell does magic shave new improved smell. Dutch masters weed chicken wings boiled eggs and crown royal. Shoot from the grown-up top, seated in the best seat in the middle of the floor with a big pair of earphones. This, my uncle's son said, brandishing an LP cover with mild, stern face, staring at me. Now, Stinky Foot, look at here. I'm going to show you the right way to listen to jazz. If you have to eat spaghetti dogs every night, invest in some good speakers. I got these on the black market. Those Danes know their speakers. He gave me a coffee mug with a picture of the rhyme, put a cap full of his whiskey in, grabbed some sugar cubes, stirred it in my cup, put some coffee, stirred that up. This, he announced, is what you drink when you listen to the Ph.D. of jazz. That's it. That's pretty cool. I, uh, I'd i like to get a Ph.D. in jazz. <laughs> me too. I'm working on it every song. It's... <laughs> It's it's like it's like the ultimate in in uh, credit for life experience. I would imagine. I think so. It works for me every day. I discover a new jazz person at least once a week, and then just follow that string like you know the rabbit's hole to more jazz, which is always good. Cool. Um, so t- tell me about poetry in Dallas. Do you do you go to readings there or anything? Yes, I do. One of the main readings that I do is uh, at the South Dallas Cultural Center called Queerly Speaking, Rainbow Poets and Our Allies, and it's a wonderful, inviting event. Uh, it's just like an extended, you know, extended family. That's really cool. Yeah. Are there a lot of uh, readings going on uh, around town to there is. It's like I wish I had enough of me to go to the ones that are going on concurrently, especially on Friday and Saturday nights. They have some in Deep Ellum. They have uh, some all over the city. It's a wonderful place. And we're like, it's 
I call it the huge extended family of poets. <laughs> That's wonderful. That's really cool. So you have a, there's a real sense of, of of poetry community there. You're saying. Yes, yes, and um, I do believe Dallas was at some of the slams and did quite well, from what I understand, in previous years. Awesome. Do you do you do you participate in slams uh, yourself as well, or? I did early on because what it did for me is it made my regular readings so much better because you don't have time to fumble with papers and do a lot of us. You're right there and on. And, you know, I I love the fact that it's the young people with the spoken word and just wonderful, just wonderful stuff. I'm 54, so unfortunately I missed a whole lot of that wonderful slam beginning, but I'm playing catch-up now. It's never too late, I think. Uh, so just, you know... Extracurricular credit on your uh, on your uh, on your forthcoming PhD. <laughs> yes, I'm working on it. <laughs> well, Gail, about is it? Do you have a website or anything people can check out, or where can people learn hear more from you if they want to? Um, if you Google me, I have my poems in a place called MadSwirl dot uh, com. That's a really great site that receives poems from all over the world. Uh, the people doing it, Johnny Olson, all these people are just wonderful on that site. So there's a couple of poems there. I'm doing a music review at this place called GrooveLovesMelody.com. I do a week, um, probably a weekly, bi-weekly poetry thing set to music that I uplink with them. And I also do a freelance article at RainyaMag.com. And it's also it's a woman zine for... Um, Women loving women, so that's really cool. Awesome! Right, wow. Like my, like my of... daughter says, I put the free in freelance. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, in poetry, that's often what it pays as well. <laughs> and I love it. I do it because I just do it. <laughs> that's cool. Well, so nice to talk with you, uh, Gayla Bell. I'm from Dallas, right. Texas. Thanks for calling in. All right. Take care. You too. Bye bye. Bye. That was uh, Gayla Bell from Dallas, Texas, opening up our show, telling us a little bit about what's going on uh, out there in Dallas and, and her world and poetry, opening up the show. So, all right, the number to call in is 646-716-7362. We're here for uh, the whole hour. We want to hear your poems, so do call in and uh, be prepared to uh, tell me about what's going on in your poetry world as well. Um, our next caller is uh, is Don from Sonoma. Hi, Don. Hey, hey, Rick. How are you? Can you hear me? I can hear you. This is good. I can hear you, too. Well, this is the the perfect uh, situation for this, then. Yeah, telephones work. Good. (laughs) The poem I'm going to do tonight is, uh, or this afternoon, is called Blind Circumstance. You picked up the dead stone of my heart and with your right hand and threw me just so. So I flew above the surface of the lake of love. My dead heart kissed the lake's surface, skip, until it finally plopped, stop, only to deep drown in the once clear water of care and concern. All of me came to rest compressed in the bottom water and so I was unable 
to see you walk away from the lip of the lake towards the heavy conceit of asphalt and concrete. Come back. Come back to the lake and dredge me out and wash away the murky cover because I do not wish to remain in this blind circumstance. End text. Nice as always, Don. Thank you very much. I'd also like to say that there is a young poet in Shanghai. Her name is Lillian Wei Li Yuan, and uh, she is uh, something to keep an eye on. Um, and then last of all, if I could mention something called Coursera, C-O-U-R-S-E-R-A. Now, a poetry class is beginning tomorrow, Monday, at 12.02 in the morning. Hmm. It's a 10-week course. It's free. It's taught through the facilities of the University of Pennsylvania. And Dr. Al, who teaches it, is very competent, and he has a network of teaching assistants that work with him. Right now, there are 30,000 students signed up for that class. They come from places like Hungary, South Africa, Mumbai, Shanghai, Tokyo, and places assorted from South America, North America, and Oya, Canada, too. I love Canada. I think I'm going to visit them again. But anyway, if you have a chance, register. It will be earth-shattering experience hopefully, because it is the first attempt to mass teach subjects to popularize education. You can want um, a degree in pepsia or dyspepsia. It doesn't matter. Uh, you can say that you've accomplished, that you've taken a course. It doesn't matter what your motives are. If you do successfully complete the course, you will be given a certificate and you'll be able to use that as leverage in your other college pursuits, either as taking a course equivalent to taking a course at a college or whatever. But I do urge you to take a look. I will attempt to put it on the board. Please do, because uh, I'm I'm wondering what the uh, what how you go about uh, uh, signing up for it. What's the website? Uh, I, I assume it's done online. Um, and also, you said 12:02 uh, a.m. Is that tonight uh, at 12:02? Tonight the course opens at between 12:02 and 12:03. 
it actually opens at midnight, but I doubt whether or not you'll be able to get in immediately because of the restrictions of uh, the computer. So, um, is is it um, uh, uh, where, is that Pacific time? Uh, meaning, the guy teaching it in Pennsylvania, it's three a.m. Oh, this, this is uh, Eastern Daylight Time (EDT) from the University of Pennsylvania's time. Okay. Okay. So, in other words, here on the the West Coast, which is where you and I are, are uh, it would be nine p.m. tonight, and then the rest of the world will have to figure out on their own. Correct. Correct. Okay. I'll, please do. Uh, please do post the the website where to advertise. I mean, where to where to sign up for that uh, on in the chat room, uh, and I'll I'll mention it when I see it there as well because I think uh, that sounds like an interesting experience that uh, people would want to want to check out. Thirty thousand poets. Uh, uh, Thirty thousand people right now, but there will probably be more. And I warn you, it is classified modern and contemporary poetry. So it is up until these past years. And I hope that they will discuss techniques and it's important simply because you steal techniques and then you innovate on them. Innovate on them. Um, so um, thank you much for letting me spiel Oh, it's my pleasure. Um, thank you very much for calling in, Don, and for your poem and for uh, letting us know about that as well. And I look forward to seeing the uh, website address in the in the chat room. You're welcomed. All right, that was uh, Don calling from uh, Sonoma, California, here on the West Coast, uh, sharing his poem, a uh, regular caller here on Poetry Superhighway Live, and uh, letting us know about sounds like a really unique opportunity to uh, to study poetry in sort of a a mass a workshop uh, with thousands of other people. That sounds that's pretty awesome. So he's going to post the link to that in the chat room, uh, and then I will uh, I'll repeat it here on the air as well. Uh, so uh, so there you go. If, by the way, there's a chat room. If you go to blogtalkradio.com/slash/psh, which you probably already did if you're listening to the show, and uh, the chat room is right there, and other people in it, you can feel free to. Uh, uh, electronically commingle with each other and, and comment on the poems that you're hearing, etc. Just uh, another dimension to Poetry Superhighway Live. All right, the number to call in is area code 646-716-7362. Uh, no content or style restrictions. Please call in and read a poem. Uh, it's a great opportunity for you, and we'd love to hear your work. Our next caller is from the 425 area code. Hello. Hello, this is T.L. Stokes. How are you doing today? I'm good, T.L. How are you? Great. It's good to hear your voice. Yours as well. Um, I, I know you just uh, just sent some some work in for consideration, and and I uh, so I'm going to ask you the same question I asked you via email. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Fall City, Washington. Actually, I live on a large farm. Um, Oh, probably ten minutes away from from the small town of Fall City. Cool. Yeah. Well, now it's on record. <laughs> I know. I always forget to send a bio, and then and this time I felt so proud of myself. And you said, you know, I need to know what what town, you know, where exactly 
you live. So that was kind of funny. Right. It's uh, you know when I send out the newsletter every week, which lists who the poets of the week are. There's always a listing of where they're calling from, and not calling from. I'm sorry, uh, 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 where they live. And I just think it's so interesting for people who receive the newsletter and their subscribers from literally all over the world, you know, to see, you know, the where where people are from. So uh, it's one of the things I insist upon in the uh, in the guidelines. One of the only things, really. Uh, but cool. Well, I'm glad you're you're calling in. Do you do you have a poem for us? I do. Uh, I wrote two this morning, so I'm going to read uh, one of them for you. Cool. Uh, it's called Dragonfly. And um, I'll read it, and then I'll just explain briefly um, uh, about the woman uh, who's actually a real-life woman uh, and what her situation is. But anyway, this is the poem. It's called Dragonfly. There's a woman losing her life by the minute. The clock inside her birdcage marks the last of everything. Her words are a river as it slows. She eats tomato soup. As pain becomes a high tide, she fights off everything in her way. Family looks like the beast. Words are arrows. And if she could pummel its face with her shaking fists, she would. Daughter, don't cry. In the moment of this room she sits in, nothing looks the same. She fights the dragon, not you. It is the way. It is the path. Her small elephant feet have taken their last step, and she needs to let go. She helps you let go. It is her way of finding the next place to the next place. See? It's like lily pads. She lost the map and begs her spirit catch her. She doesn't know the invisible, but... You do. You were there once, remember, with your hand on the door? Daughter, keep your feet on the green leaves of the lake. We walk on water all the time, and the dragonfly lands as easily as it darts away. Wow, a fresh, brand-new poem from the great Pacific Northwest. (laughs) Yes, indeed, with my coffee and breakfast. It's it's a oh that that was uh, it's it's I was just thinking it's a little late for breakfast unless you're really extending the meal out. But uh, that was that was uh, from earlier today when you did have your coffee and breakfast. Right, it was first thing this morning. <laughs> so, TL, tell us, do you uh, what's going on in poetry up uh, around where where you are in Washington? Well, there's probably quite a bit. I I I must admit I've been writing for quite a long time now, but I've never done this before. I've never done any poetry slams or I've done one public reading ever. So this is quite mm. new to me. Um uh and I know Seattle has a qu- quite a lively um circle of poets and and um but you know, to be honest, I do all my writing um, in quite of a kind of a quiet way um, out in the country, out in nature. Um, so I'm I'm pretty much a, a private person, but uh, I imagine after this, I'll I'll be willing to do more readings. 
Well, that's cool uh, that that we had the the you know the facility to inspire you to to do so. Yeah, I think there's you know um, it, it's one thing to to write poetry in in private or in a particular setting that that works for you, but but then what? You know, I, I, the opportunity to share it is a is is a good thing, and um, whether it's here on this show or in particular, I'm a big advocate of reading your poetry in person at, at open mics and. And that kind of thing, because I think that you 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 actually get to know your own poetry a little better um, through your own voice, you know, through the, the the decisions that you make in how you intonate particular phrases and 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 where you pause and that kind of thing. And and on top of which, it's very valuable to get a sense of what um, an audience who you're reading to is, you know, how they're reacting to your piece, you know. Um, are are they sighing at a particular point? Are they laughing at a particular point? What do they say to you after the reading? You know, it's it's your you're building connections as well as getting to know your own poetry in a way that you you don't necessarily have the chance to do so when you're you're on on your own. And I think you've been um, really valuable bringing that um, that option to people more. You know, you've educated us and given us you know. Lots of different places to go for for public readings or talked about your own work, you know, and other poets. I do have a um, an actor friend. He's a voiceover artist down in um, Northern California. So a lot of times after I finish a poem or two, I'll call him and he'll do readings over the phone back to me, mm. so I can kind of play around with. Um, you know the emotion or the um how fast he's reading or how slow and and it's been great in that way um but I'm kind of interested in doing more of this public reading because um I don't know it's a challenge it is a challenge it's it's nerve-wracking and it, and it's performing uh you know some it's it's a different kind of performance that um uh, where you're really performing something from yourself, you know. So there's a lot more of a, it's it's a lot more personal than than uh, you know acting even. I think uh, to to some extent. So um, yeah, it's it's a challenge worth taking up. I I definitely think you should do it. Oh, that's great, and I I appreciate you giving us the the opportunity to do this. And you're right, it is nerve wracking. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is the easiest way to do it, you know, from the comfort of your own home in your own room, uh, uh, you know, wearing your own clothes uh, uh, with no one else around but on the phone. So it's a good way to start. TL, um, thank you for uh, thank you for calling, and uh, I hope you call in again, and, and, uh, and good to hear your voice. Great. Well, thank you so much. My pleasure. That was uh, TL Stokes calling from... Fall City, Washington, or just outside of Fall City, Washington, uh, uh, as she would like to clarify. Not ready to commit to the city, I think. Uh, uh, there you go. So Don uh, has uh, has come back uh, in the chat room and posted some information about the reading that he – not the reading, the uh, class that he talked about. And the website is course, R-A-C-O-U-R-S-E-R-A dot org slash course – Slash modern poetry, and that link is also posted in the chat room if you're in there. And it's a, it's a free course. Uh, they say that you can. Uh, they say that it'll have about five to eight hours of work per week. 
with no prerequisites. You can sign up and uh, and participate in it. There's even an intro video online. This is coming out of the University of Pennsylvania. So do check it out. It seems like an interesting opportunity. If you've, you're concerned about uh, anything involving a poetry course, uh, uh, signing up for a free one online seems to be a pretty uh, uh, good way to uh, get your feet wet with, with that that kind of thing. Um, all right. Before we get to our next callers, uh, I promised you that we would uh, have our uh, monthly spoken word uh, spot. So I'd like to highlight a show that I, I just discovered called Indie Feed uh, Performance Poetry. Uh, you can check them out at Indie Feed PP. <laughs> dot Indie Feed dot L-I-B-S-Y-N P-R-O dot Com. This is a show, uh, they put up a new episode, looks like a couple of times a week, which features a poem uh, by uh, a poet, obviously. Uh, sometimes it's a, it's, a, it's a live performance recorded, sometimes it's a spoken word track that they've sent in, um, uh, plus an interview um, or, uh, or some commentary about that particular poet. I was lucky enough to be uh, invited to participate in this show. So I'm going to play the the recent episode. Actually, it's the second most recent episode, which went live this past Wednesday, uh, where I share my poem, Postcard to Myself, Syracuse, New York, 1979. Here it is. Indie Feed. Today from California, we have Rick Lupert. Postcard to Myself, Syracuse, New York, 1979. A few notes to the boy I didn't leave behind. After fishing that day on the Erie Canal, don't let the fish drop off the chain hanging from your bicycle on the way home. The image of the live fish breathing on the sidewalk somewhere in the middle of town will haunt you for years. Don't even fish. Just go to the canal and wish them well. Don't let them put you in the locker. Don't hit the girl. Take your clothes off more. You'll know when. Don't ask the boy at your birthday party if he was invited. Don't go to your best friend's birthday party with socks as your gift. You will not have the chance to apologize for this for 30 years. This is the first sign your mother is not well. There will be others. Burn the golf pants. Do not trade your comic books with Tommy Nojame. If it is ever 20 degrees below zero, it is okay to not deliver the newspapers. Throw them away. No one needs the news under those conditions anyway. Whether you like it or not, you are moving to California. Judaism isn't so bad. Don't lose your great-grandfather's watch. You will find her. I'd say, wish you were here, but you will be soon enough. Far too soon. That was Rick Lupert with his poem, Postcard to Myself, Syracuse, New York, 1979. And today we have Rick with us in this lovely, humid, hot recording studio. Hi, Rick. Hi. This is my favorite temperature ever. Yes, I am sure it is. Um, so tell us about that poem. 
That was inspired by the website thewildernessdowntown.com, which uh, dynamically generates this movie um, after it asks you the question, uh, what's the street address where you grew up, where you spent your elementary school years? So this movie pops up of some person running through images of your old neighborhood. It's really cool. And about two-thirds of the way through it, it stops and says, write a postcard to yourself at that time. And so how cool, you know, if you, if anyone could go back and sort of tell yourself to do things differently or, you know, don't miss doing that. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was so cool. Very cool. Well, uh, you have books. You have a lot of books. In fact, you have 14 books. I'm glad someone's counting. <laughs> so tell us about them. Well, they're books of poetry. Most of them are written while traveling. I, I have been lucky enough to travel a lot and, you know, going to places in Europe and places in the United States and Canada, and most of them are written over the one- or two-week period while I've been in that spot. You know, mostly humorous observations and longer pieces kind of combining, you know, wit and poetry into mm. these, you know, poetic travelogues, as it were. And uh, you created your own small publishing house to put out these books, is that right? I did. It's called Ain't Got No Press, which is kind of a... a at, at first, it was sort of a joke when I put out my first book. You know, I'd, I'd just seen Hair, which has that that song, you know, Ain't Got No Hair, Ain't Got No... And then a bunch of things that they don't have. And so I thought, <laughs> Ain't Got No Press seemed to make sense, and I put out my first book on that. And uh, since then, actually registered registered it as a press and have put out all of my books on it. Though a few of the earlier ones were released on local small presses in L.A. Gotcha. You've been running a uh, poetry series up in L.A. for the past 18 years called the Cobalt Cafe. Tell us about that. Yeah, every Tuesday night in Canoga Park, it's this really cool all-ages venue that, that you know kids' bands play at on the weekends. When I say kids, I mean like high school and you know yeah. that, that kind of thing, not like Rafi showing up. <laughs> but it's uh, nothing wrong with Rafi, by the way. Uh, and it's an open reading and that I've been emceeing, and there's a featured reader every week as well. Um, some weeks I pick the featured reader, and some weeks other organizations or individuals who I've reached out to present the featured reader, and it's really cool. Awesome. Well, uh, you can find out more about Rick at PoetrySuperHighway.com. There you can find many free e-books and some free poetry, and you can check out all of Rick's titles. My name is Daniel Lisi, and this has been IndieFeed. IndieFeed. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, a recent issue of the IndieFeed Performance uh, Poetry Podcast. Uh, um, it occurred to me I, I wasn't playing uh, that particular episode to toot my own horn, though it was the uh, recent episode from this week, but really to uh, expose you to this very cool uh, a podcast that you could check out that happened to be issue uh, episode number one thousand and sixty eight. Uh, uh, so if you're if you check out their website, uh, you can again it's indiefeedpp. dot indiefeed. dot dot com or just look up IndieFeed Performance Poetry Podcast uh, on Google and you'll find it. Um, you will have the opportunity to uh, listen to literally over a thousand different episodes of poets from all over the world, uh, live performances and things like that. It's really cool. I'm very excited to have discovered uh, this podcast and I'm, and listening to it uh, regularly with every new episode. The, the latest episode, which came out on Friday, is uh, Marie Elizabeth Molly with her poem, Fish Gotta Swim. By the way, the interview uh, 
uh, on that particular episode that we just listened to is uh, Daniel Lisi, who's a Long Beach poet and uh, uh, someone who works for Right Bloody Press. So uh, do check out that podcast. It's very cool. If you have a spoken word uh, MP3 of some kind, send it to me in an email, and um, I'll be more than happy to consider it uh, for uh, the uh, MP3 spot at the half-hour mark on our monthly Poetry Superhighway Live shows. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the phones are uh, uh, ringing off the hook, which is a metaphor, actually, because there's nothing actually ringing here uh, the way this control panel works. So we're going to get right back to our poets calling in. Our next uh, caller is from the 919 area code. Hi. Hey, that must be me. Yeah, it is. Hello, Rick. It's Harry Calhoun. How are you doing? Good, Harry. How are you? I, I hate how you always toot your own horn, you know. Well, obviously, I am kidding. It's a musician thing, I think. You, you are you obviously are tooting so many other people's horns here on on the show, and and thank you for doing that. We all appreciate it. It's really, really love what you do with the uh, poetry superhighway. It's actually kind of funny. I walked upstairs. Uh, my wife and I were kind of like just sitting out on the deck, and it's like I walked upstairs and I said, "Oh my God, there's a poetry superhighway gig going on today. I have to read something." And uh, I really appreciate uh, you giving us the opportunity to do this. Heard uh, heard T. L. Stokes thing and the uh, dragonfly poem just blew me away. That was just really, really magnificent. That was really great stuff. And and uh, then I heard your thing, uh, and really always hear good stuff here. So really appreciate that. Cool. Well, Harry, that's uh, that's so cool of you to call in. I, I just occurred to me while we were talking about that. Do you think anyone ever goes up to the the horn section in an orchestra and, and asks them to stop tooting their own horns? <laughs> I, I'm I'm sure I've had times when I've wanted to ask them to do that, but uh, yeah, it's like uh, probably so. Or stop uh, stop uh, playing their own uh, viola or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So so let's hear your poem. Well, actually, I have a couple that I could do. It's like I, I have a new uh, chapbook out, which I'm tooting my own horn here, called uh, How Love Conquers the World, which kind of uh, just fell into my own. Um, and I don't know which poem. I have two of them that I'd actually like to read, and I'm not sure which one to choose here. Um, the the poem, the, the, the chapbook actually kind of fell into my lap because I, I read a poem at a poetry reading, and... Uh, this woman came up to me and she uh, bought several of my chapbooks and she said, you know, I, I have a long-distance relationship going and uh, every night, every Friday night, uh, my long-distance lover and I read poems to each other and I love the, I really like the love poems that you read to your wife or you wrote for your wife and, uh, you know, it's like, uh, I'm going to read them to him tomorrow night. And so she bought copious copies of my chapbooks. And uh, it's like I was so touched by the whole incident, I actually forgot to sign the copies of her books that she had bought. And uh, I wrote a poem about it. And my wife said, it's like, Harry, you've got to write a book about this incident and about you've got to write a book of love poems. And so the book is now out, and it's called How Love Conquers the World by Harry Calhoun. And uh, so I don't know which one of these poems to read to you guys. Well, pick one. I, I've got a bunch of callers, so i, I, I got to Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm holding you up. Uh, Hold on, Rick. Um, I can either read the one about the love poems called After the Poetry Reading, and since you've got people queued up, let me read the shorter one. It's a shorter one called And I Say. And I say, and she asks, falling asleep in my arms, 
where will we be when both of us die? And I say, we'll find each other, and we'll be together somehow. And of course, she says, that makes no sense. And I say, neither does any major religion. And this goes on a while, as it has for the ages. Alan Watts said, belief is clinging, faith is letting go. I am somewhere in the middle now, clinging to her, letting go of the fear of losing her on this small and sometimes choiceless world. And I say to myself, I guess, I never want to give this up. I want to wake next to her every morning. And this goes on a while, as it has for the ages. That's it. Very nice and cool project. It's I'm I'm a big fan of kind of themed chapbooks, you know, or themed books, I should say. That, yeah. that you know that so I mean most of mine, you know, are written on location in a particular place and and have kind of a through line through them. So that's 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 interesting and it, it gives you a whole different uh, uh, context when you're reading the book. So uh, very nice that 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 all happened. Harry, thanks so much for calling in. Oh yeah, thank you very much. And like I say, the uh, the poem, uh, which is called At the Poetry Reading, uh, which starts the chapbook out, kind of tells the story of how it all started. And uh, it's like uh, how the love poems came to be, you know, and it's like they just all fell into place. So that's right. very, well, maybe, very maybe you'll read that next time. Yeah, yeah, and maybe I will. Thanks for letting me read, Rick. Appreciate sure, it. Sure, no problem. No problem. That was um, Harry Calhoun uh, calling from, I believe, Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, you can check out his website at Carrie, sorry, harrycalhoun.net, C-A-L-H-O-U-N. Um, and uh, and please, please do. All right, thanks for calling in, Harry. Our next caller is from the 928 area code. Hello. Hi, my name is Ellen Elizabeth Cash. Um, Hi, I am a poet in Sedona, Arizona. Sedona? All yes. right. Um, I have a book out called Captured Moments, and I'd like to read something that's newer that is not in a book, but you'll get the drift of what my book would sound like. The okay. Journey Home for My Soul. The Journey Home for My Soul has been a long adventure. I have seen... Oceans and seas that have cleansed and soothed me. I have seen mountains and valleys that have made me awe and breathless. I have crossed dells and deserts that made me bow and forgive. I travel as I travel down the switchbacks of Route 89A. I am enveloped in the scent of pine and juniper. As I continue the descent through the canyon, I am engulfed by the forest, with the pine and Jupiter cradling my weary soul, like a lullaby one whispers to a child. The road changes ever so slightly. I can hear Oak Creek below, calming effect echoing the canyon, like hide-and-seek one plays as a tree hides its sight. With every mile the twists and turns, continuing downward, the cliffs of the canyon begin to slope through the canopy, begin to steep through the canopy. They are glowing red in contrast 
Then an opening, the sun is setting on the cliff, exploding on fire, rainbows of colors. My heart skips a beat. Seeing the sight for the first time many years ago, I promised my soul I would return here to surrender my soul, calling this my home. End poem. Very nice, Ellen. Thanks so much for uh, sharing that with us. We think we definitely got a sense of uh, your your style and what would be in your book, Captured Moments. Thank you. Um, is is there anywhere uh, p- people can check out your work online if they're interested? Um, I believe you just put it up. I, I did in the chat room, but uh, you know, in case someone isn't in there, do, uh, do, should, do, would you like me to? to would you, do you? What's your favorite place that people should go? Um, my favorite place? Hmm. I believe that uh, Ellen Elizabeth Cernick blogster dot com would be the best. Okay. Cool. Um, I go in a- and out, um, and my book is found on um, Unbound Contents. Uh, dot com and also in Amazon nice um, well great Ellen thanks so much for calling in congratulations on on your new I, book I've been a fan of yours for a long long time I never realized that you did this live today I got a a post saying that you did it and I was just on on the computer and came on cool well I hope it's not the last time that uh, that you do your turn this is really cool. I like I like reading online. There's several places that I do it. So excellent. Well, great, yep. Ellen. Um, have a great rest of your day. Thanks so much for calling in, and uh, look forward to hearing from you again. Thanks. Bye. Thanks. That was uh, uh, Ellen calling from Sedona, Arizona. Uh, we posted a, a, a couple of links to her websites in the in the chat room. Uh, one of them, uh, Ellen Elizabeth Cernak Koshk blogspot.com best to look it up rather than me spelling all of that out or just go into the chat room and check it out Um, All right, moving right along our next caller is uh, from the 818 area code hello 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 are you there 818 hello yes oh shit I'm on the radio (laughs) yes you are (laughs) what uh, what, who am I talking to this is uh this is JP Herrera. Hey JP, all right. I know you. Yeah. I took you up on your offer to call in. That's great. So what uh you're you're calling from Santa Clarita, no? Yes. Fantastic. Read a poem for us. All right. This one is called Fact. Men who have sex twice a week are 45% less likely to develop coronary problems. Don't you want me to stay healthy? Well, that's that's uh, the first time we've delved into medical advice on the show, but, but very sound advice that uh, that I'm certainly going to make an effort to improve my. Uh, I'm sorry, continue my uh, my healthy oh. lifestyle. Um, so cool, JP. You're you're uh, you're. I, I should mention to people that you are actually the featured reader at the reading that I host. Um, on Tuesday nights, this coming Tuesday, the Valley Contemporary Poets are presenting you in addition to our open reading at 9 o'clock at the Cobalt Cafe in Canoga Park, and I'm very much looking forward to that. Well, thanks, Rick. 
Sure. Is there a, a website or anything that you people can go to to check out more of your work in the event they can't make it to Canoga Park from wherever they are in the world? Oh, uh, not really. No, I have, I have a Facebook. <laughs> cool. Uh, uh, they should go there. Yeah. So just uh, Facebook dot com slash JP Herrera. Yeah. Is that right? It's uh, well, it's Crunchberry Bomb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was close. It was a different time. It really was. <laughs> it really was. Cool. Well, I really appreciate that you that you called in. That was a great piece, and I'm looking forward to hearing your work on Tuesday. All right. Well, thanks. No problem. I hope your your little radio show goes well. It's it seems to be going well. All the better now that we've heard a piece from you. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't toot up toot my own horn, did I? Well, it it it's hard not to when you're reading your own piece. Uh you know, what I'm right. you know, it's, yeah. uh but but that's okay. That's sort of the purpose of of these kinds of things. All right. Well, this has been the best conversation ever. So, um I'm not a phone person. No, it's it's Why? okay. Uh it's uh, neither am I. I'm not even uh, this is all I'm faking this whole thing as a matter of fact. Um, but cool. Well, uh, thanks for calling in, and I will we'll, we'll see you on Tuesday at the Cobalt. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. That was uh, J.P. Herrera calling from Santa Clarita, California, uh, reading his uh, his short poem with, with essential medical advice for, for men that you should all uh, take into consideration, uh, uh, man, woman, uh, or other. Um, thanks so much for calling in, J.P. All right. Moving on. Our next caller is from the... 513 area code. Hello. 513, you there? Uh, this is Romeo Dinati. Hey, Romeo. Welcome back. Uh, thank you. Ray. How you feeling? Doing, I'm feeling okay. Uh, Spiritually good. Yeah, that's a good thing. What? Remind me where you're calling from? Cincinnati, Ohio. Cincinnati. How How is it in Cincinnati today? The weather's nice. They predict the rain, but it's, it's a good day. Just wait for my bingos to get on the field. <laughs> cool. Um, well, let's hear your poem. All right. This piece is titled Lost. I ask that you lend me your ears so I can touch your mind, feel your heart, and enter to your soul with my thoughts. What do you write when you feel you're lost to reason for enjoying life? When the one thing that made you smile was nowhere in sight. Feeling lower than the lowest height. Emotions got your mind thinking wrong even though feelings feel so real and right. Trapped in darkness. Praying the Lord send you back your light. Not tonight. But now. Expect me to go through life without my heart. How? That's not a question. Because I already know the answer. I want to be with you. But I feel the need to be even more true, which is I need to be with you. I breathe you. Call me partially blind because I only see you. And when a man loves, he professes his love for his love, for her love. So that's what I'm here to do. I want to love you. Each and every second of the days of my life, I want to love you. 
more than a husband can love a wife. And if that's impossible, then I want to love you enough to give up my life, to give you life. So the truth is I would die for you, but this truth will never die. I live for you. That's one of the reasons I do what I do when I'm doing what I do when I do for you. I want to love you. So that's the least you expect me to do. I told you I want to love you. So what else you expect me to do? I want to be how you need me to be. I'll study Shakespeare so I can properly sing and translate how must I yearn to be with thee. I wish I knew the words that would bring back my joy to me. But I feel I'll be writing forever. That's my thoughts. Romeo, well, you just uh, you just melted all the ladies uh, all across America. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, that's good. That's good. I loved all the, the I loved the run of dues that you you had there towards the end. Uh, that was that was pretty cool. F- fun use of words. Um, anything anything going on uh, you can report in poetry in Cincinnati? Well, I'm actually working on my debut album. Um, hopefully getting that out pretty soon. And got a few features coming up in Cincinnati with that. And I got a website up now. Oh, cool. What is Check. it? Um, www.romeodinati, which is R-O-M-E-O-D-N-A-T-I.com. Got a few of my tracks and a few uh, YouTubes posted. Cool. Well, I just posted that uh, that website in the chat room so people can check oh, that. Appreciate it. Thank you. And also, my YouTube at Rain was nominated for a Spoken Word Billboard Award in the writing category. I'll be going to Michigan September 29th to perform. Very nice. Congratulations. Thank you. Appreciate the, that. The Prince of right. Poetic Pleasures, I see, on your website. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I had no idea I was talking to royalty. <laughs> All right, well, cool, oh, thanks, no. thanks for calling no, in and talk to you again. All right. Bye. That was uh, Romeo Donati calling from uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, repeat caller. Uh, check out his website, uh, Rom- Romeo Donati, R-O-M-E-O-D-N-A-T-I.com to, to hear more for, from him, see his uh, videos and all that kind of thing. All right, our next caller is from the 425 area code. Hello. Anybody there? 425. I can kind of hear you on the background. Maybe maybe you forgot that you were on hold for a radio show. Are you there? 425. Anybody did I, there? Did I get in the queue again? Uh, who's this? Did I get in the queue again? This jokes. I was just listening. Oh yeah, the the yes, TL, you did. When you call uh, the phone, the purpose of the phone number is is not to listen, but to call in the show. You listen online on the on the computer. But what a special oh, treat to hear your voice a second time. <laughs> well, you're teaching me so many things. Cool. All right. Well, uh, uh, nice to nice to hear your voice again. That was uh, TL Stokes. Just. Uh, just uh, in the queue to listen. Um, I see Don has called back in. Uh, perhaps he has another uh, something to tell us about the about something. Don. Are you there, Don? 
Awesome. Well, I'm so pleased that I rushed through all of the callers only to get uh, a solid uh, last few minutes of the show with uh, with a repeat caller and a no one there. Um, it's good radio, people. It's what we do here at Poetry Superhighway Live. All right. Well, listen, um, let me uh, – uh, I suppose if you want to call in, I've got a couple minutes uh, left, and I could try to squeeze in your poem. The number is 646 716 uh, only call in if you want to get on the air, uh, uh, because if you call in, you, you show up in my queue, and then I'll put you on the air. Calling in to listen, uh, not not how it works. You should listen on, on the website. Uh, uh, that's how it works. So um, our next show is going to be on Sunday, October 14th at 2 o'clock p.m. That show is uh, not going to be an open reading. That's going to be a couple weeks after our contest has ended, and we will be announcing live uh, on October 14th at 2 o'clock p.m. Pacific time the winners of the Poetry Superhighway contest. Hopefully I'll have uh, uh, some of the, the, the judges online as well to talk about, to, to kind of sum up their experience of having uh, participated in the contest. And I'll announce uh, all the scores. Will, it's all, it'll all be over then, and I'll, I'll be announcing the top 10 scoring positions uh, uh, from the contest. And if anyone happens to be listening, if you enter the contest and you have scored in those top 10 scoring positions, then you'll be invited to call in, if you hear your name read, to read your poem that scored in that position well. Last last year, uh, uh, for the first time ever since we've been doing the show and running the contest, the winner of the contest, Amber Decker, who's one of the judges this year, uh, got to – happened to be listening and heard her name called uh, as the winner of the contest, and she called in and read her poem. It was very exciting. Is very cool. So that's was that's what's happening next month on Poetry Superhighway Live, and then we will resume our uh, regular open readings uh, the following month in November, December, etc., etc., etc. So those will be your next opportunities to call in to our program. Uh, but of course, uh, there are many other ways to participate in Poetry Superhighway. In the meantime, for example, uh, you could send in work for uh, Poet of the Week. Click on uh, Submission. Uh, guidelines here are on on the Poetry Superhighway website, poetrysuperhighway.com. It's all there. We put up two new poets every single week. Uh, why shouldn't it be you if you've got good poetry? Uh, do uh, do check it out. Um, and of course, uh, as I uh, mentioned at the beginning of the show, uh, it's the last uh, th- uh, three weeks to actually enter the contest. Uh, so click on uh, 2012 Poetry Contest, and I'd be delighted to uh to uh send your poems off to the judges and uh, enter you in uh for the opportunity to win fabulous prizes submitted by our many many sponsors and uh you'll of course have the chance chance to actually win the contest as well uh it's a very cool kind of contest every single person who who enters gets something just for entering and uh on top of which you can actually win the contest as well, which gets you a special featured Poet of the Week spot and other kinds of special benefits uh, as well. So check that out by clicking on 2012 Poetry Contest from the main Poetry Superhighway menu. I want to thank um, Galabelle from Dallas, uh, Don from Sonoma, California, T.L. Stokes from Fall City, Washington, Harry Calhoun from Raleigh, North Carolina, Carolina, Ellen from Sedona, Arizona, J.P. Herrera from Santa Clarita, California, uh, who will be reading this Tuesday at the Cobalt Cafe in uh, Canoga Park, California at 9 o'clock p.m. You should come to that. And Romeo from Cincinnati, 
Ohio, for making up our uh, open reading here on uh, Poetry Superhighway Live. My name is Rick Lupert. Uh, thanks so much for listening, everyone. Have a lovely rest of your day. <laughs>